remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. And hello and welcome to episode 38 of As Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And uh, Chris doesn't seem happy that I just got you to, to say that. I didn't know you were recording that. You just asked if I'd got that bit down. Well, there we go. I mean, it, it was organic. It was perfect. Um, it's bloody early. Uh, yeah, I've been, well, I've been up since ten o'clock. I've been up since quarter past six. Well, that's your own fault. You can't blame him for that. You work early, so yeah, you get up early. Yeah, I know. Bloody thing. Um, <laughs> I've been awake since like seven o'clock. That's only because I don't know why someone went bang outside the house and oh, like no. so I've been like <laughs> on those startled owls. <laughs> what was that? Um, yeah. Wah, so wah. <laughs> thirty-eight. We're getting so close to the fifty. But twelve away. 12 away, and then uh, people get to hear the wonderful Valerian episode. <laughs> you seem so proud you realised it was 12 away. Congratulations on your yeah, math yeah. skills. I was, like, I was like, oh, we're close to 50. I was like, oh, we're 38, not 40. <laughs> we're close to 40, though. We're close to 40. Well, you're closer to 40 than I am. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> uh, I'm 25 and you know it. <laughs> That's where I'm staying. Yeah, yeah. 10 years ago in 1990, as you like to say. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. I still think it was 1990s in ten years ago. I don't yeah. like. That. I don't like looking back that far. No, I don't. I was talking about doing a vintage pods today with a few people, and um, they were probably suggesting things we've grown up with. Well, yeah, well, they were saying define the vintage, and I'm thinking from 2000 back, and I'm thinking the year 2000 was 20 years ago. <laughs> Wasn't that supposed to be the end of the world or something? Uh, yeah, no, that's 2012. No, no, it was 2000 with the Y2K yeah. thing. But then, 12, then 2012 was supposed yeah. to be the mine end of I the world. I don't know. Um, we well, keep being promised the end of the world. It never turns up. I know. It's, um, I'm just saying, we've been talking for two minutes and 20 seconds. And so far, we've talked about the world blowing up twice. We've mentioned the gunpowder treason and plot. And we still haven't done anything to do with the podcast yet. So we're already on a roll. <laughs> just rolling down the hill yeah, in the yeah. wrong direction. <laughs> Why so, do I take my glasses off? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my notes. And I'm like, I can't see them. All right, that's why. My glasses aren't on my face. Um, so if you would have guessed by the title, which I'm hoping you have, you haven't just clicked on a random audio and I have labelled it correctly, we are doing V for Vendetta. Um, also, before we even get into that, um, you would have noticed that all of a sudden, like three episodes of Azure Untitled has appeared within like the last three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, popping um, them out. We are. So um, we had a, a brief hiatus. Um, would you say hiatus? Is that the right word? Hiatus. Hiatus? I don't know. I nearly said fajitas. I thought you were going to uh, say hyenas. <laughs> yeah, we wow. didn't have one of them. Not after the ghost penis on the last episode. We both start laughing our heads off again. Uh, Never see coming. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, so yeah, we had a little, uh, took a little break. Um, the scary movie 2 was a, a a quite a fun one yeah. in the end um audio wise the film wasn't too bad um you would have just listened to a halloween one and then literally you're listening to this one about six seven days later if that um less than a week apart that's that's probably the quickest we've turned out a podcast like a turnaround yeah actually, I, does, think, I think it is the quickest yeah yeah other than I, w- I would say so within time frame i think the quickest one we've done was independence day when we recorded it Watched it, recorded it, edited it, released it all on the same day. You were so exhausted after that. That was long, yeah. It was worth it. It's a, an extra pod full of listeners. Um, so uh, before we get into all the uh, podcastisms that we're going to be doing, um, I would like to do some plugs. 
promotional content paid for by the following. So, if you are a fan of the podcast, <laughs> which say, go on. <laughs> if you're a fan of the podcast and you want to buy our merchandise, then uh, go on to the link below, which is shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash frm underscore media a y u. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, then all of the links will be in below. And finally, if you're a fan of an energy sports drink like myself and Chris, uh, would it be using the gym, Rogue Energy? Uh, if you click on the link below, then you can actually get a 10% discount Ooh. on every single order. And how many times can you use that per order? Once. Yes, and you can use it how many times? Unlimited. There we go. And if you want to get a bigger, bigger discount, then all you need to do is continue buying it using that discount code. And the more you do that, the more we can give you a percentage back. Perfect. Brilliant. And back to the podcast. Now, V for Vendetta. Yes. Um, again, it was one that we watched apart. A necessary sacrifice. Uh, yeah. See, I don't like doing that because we don't get each other's reactions properly from. We can bounce off each other better once we've seen it together. Yeah. Like when we done Extraction, we watched that apart and then recorded the uh, the Chris Hemsworth one. Yeah. And then we recorded that together. It was very odd because... I go to talk to you about something, and but there. you're not there. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming it's the same. You, you go to say something, you think, oh, I've now got to hold on to it. Well, I talk to myself a lot anyway. So, yeah, well, <laughs> when you answer back, that's the second sign of insanity. The first sign is talking to yourself. I thought the first sign of insanity was doing the same thing over and over again with the same, with doing We're the expecting same thing. different results, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I, I don't know then. We're both insane already. That yeah. helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go podcast done okay <laughs> um, we're not actually recording we're just talking to ourselves yeah um, have you seen Viva Vendetta before I have seen it quite a few times as you know I own the DVD yes um, yeah you were rummaging for it yesterday yes I was rummaging my dark places for that yeah. DVD yeah and what did you drop I heard a clang over, what, <laughs> over what the phone what didn't I drop I, I, don't, I don't know what didn't I drop <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that entire bookshelf didn't just you remember what happened before? What I pulled one it, thing yeah, out yeah. and it's like a wave of books and DVDs just spread across the floor. <laughs> oh, good times. But yeah, I knocked over the lightsaber that was on there and oh, the okay. um, hair clippers. Yeah. And uh, when I pulled the black folder down, it was actually it was actually hidden. Was it in the black folder? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I knocked the dinosaur sculpture off. Because <laughs> I had a clang. I was like, are you all right? <laughs> you just silent for a minute. Hello? <laughs> oh, God, he knocked himself out <laughs> on the floor, being brained by a T-Rex. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a dinosaur of some sort. Um, so you've seen it before. Did you see it come out? So it came out in 2005. Um, did you see it in a cinema? I don't remember. So, for some reason, when I was watching it, because I've seen it only a, a handful of times, hmm. but... I had a vague memory of being in a cinema when I when it when I watched it the first time. Now I can't remember if I did or I can't remember if I'd see a trailer for it. But I remember seeing V of some point on like a cinema screen. Um but do you know what? I I think it was better than I remember. I enjoyed it. Well <laughs> obviously well, I yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a quick pod, isn't it? <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. Pod over. Oh. No, it's I don't know. I had having trouble putting it into words. I enjoyed it, but I'm not too. I'm not. Right. I'm very pro-British in my ways. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like movies too much where they show Britain being bad about things. Yeah, we did but, look like asses in that film. Yeah, <laughs> putting it nicely. <laughs> putting it nicely. But no, I, I could. It's enjoyable because you can see how 
it could how people could be led to that mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where do you want to go with it? Uh, we tend to norm- we normally start at the beginning and kind of hop around anyway. But is there anything that really stood out for you in particular? Well, right at the be- right near the beginning was the whole V for Vendetta speech after he's killed the Fingermen. Yeah. Which I did get down. I love. Yeah, that. go for it. Oh, okay. Well, if you've got it, go for it. In your best uh, V for Vendetta. No, no, impression, I'm going to do my own voice because I'll try and he's trying to do his voice. I sound really wrong because his voice is overly posh. That that you know who that is. That's Hugo Weaving. Do you know? Uh, yeah. So before you do that, so I read that someone else was lined up to do it. Right. He left after six weeks, and Hugo Weavy redubbed <laughs> Weavy. You go weaving. <laughs> you, hello, weavy. <laughs> you go weaving. Redubbed some of the shots. So I'm. If that's the case, and the way it's written is he redubbed in quote marks. I think for some of that, the original person was under the mask, and then he redubbed the voice. Yeah, but they probably put a mask on him to get the same level of uh, you know, layers between, so it sounds you know same level of probably kind of how they you know with uh, with Darth Vader when they had um, the. There was like a Yorkshireman was in the suit, yeah, and then they had James L. Jones do, do the, the voice. voice. So I, because uh, I originally he says like Hugo was the the V, yeah, but I thought I, honestly yesterday I was looking I was like hang on they could have just had a stunt double and had Hugo do the voice it wouldn't have made no difference it literally wouldn't have made any difference because he would have been the star of it anyway for doing the voice, yeah, because when you think Darth Vader. You think James Earl Jones? Like, you do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, for, sorry for the other guy. He was literally Darth Vader and he gets no... He's very, very... No, no yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly my point. So, you know, when... So it did It did make me think, but it's, it is his voice, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Do you wish me to read this out then? Uh, I, I mean, I want you to try and do it in your best V for Vendetta impression. There's a reason I'm pushing my glass at one middle finger. Right. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Voila, in view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vestiges of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi now vacant to vanished. However, this varulous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin vanguard in vice and vouchsaching the violent, voracious and voracious volition of Felician. The only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta, held as a votive, not in vain, for the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. That's the bit when he does the V on the wall, isn't it? No. Is that not a bit? What? Yeah. After, I've, after I went, uh, and Vasalchin, Vasalchin, the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition, and that's when he carves it into the yeah, wall. He yeah. turns around, head bowed, and he goes, the only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta. Um, what do you think of that? Just, just that. Well, I wasn't that. too bad at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got what you mean. Yeah. yeah. No, um Oh my voice went then. He seems to have an obsession with the letter V. It's um, almost like an obsessive compulsive thing. Yeah, so for the first time I kind of paid attention a little bit more. Um I think since we've been doing podcasts, especially since we've started, when it comes to looking at things or trying the to, details of Yeah, things. I've I paid a lot more attention yeah. to try and decipher things. Now before we talk about what you've just read, the, the monologue, should we yeah. put it, yeah? V, do you think the name comes as the word Vendetta because the cell is a V? Yeah, he, he was, he's, the, he's the president from cell number five. Yeah. I think because later on in the movie, you find out that he doesn't remember his own past. Yeah. He, from, the, from, one of the character, from a different character, she talks about her own 
experience with him, mm-hmm. and he he no longer remembers his name or his past. Yeah. So the only thing he has to identify himself is by the V on the door. Yeah. And wasn't every other door just like a normal, uh, like the normal one, or you had the two? It's all Roman numerals, but they're all the same color, grey. Only his one was in red. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I thought. So he goes. Do you think he goes by the name of, as in V, as in the letter, like the letter V, or do you think it's a Roman numeral as five, and then there's more of a meaning behind that? I think in a way it's both, because mm-hmm. like I said, he's that's his identity. He's V. Yeah. Because that's all he knows. Well, after the whole thing happened and he left, you know, he escaped. All he had to identify himself was the number on his door, V. Mm-hmm. And he, he he wants vengeance. In his mind, those two things have become linked. He is both the fifth prisoner, V, and he wants vengeance. Uh, vengeance again. Yeah, vengeance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Do you know what? You know the scene when uh, the fire's happening and then he yeah. walks out and he does that spring. Yeah. For some reason, Deadpool come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> And because you know when yeah. he finally gets burnt, and I'm thinking, please, please don't think about it, please. Don't. And then all of a sudden, I'm thinking, oh, is he looking for Ajax? And it kind of ruined that moment for me. <laughs> Would have been worse than screaming Francis. Or how do you remember Francis? Francis. Francis. But uh, I tell you what, I really did like the the way they kind of used the his moment when he finally like his freedom moment, even yeah. though he's in pain. It's like a it's like a scream of just emotion that he does. He's letting, he's letting his emotion go. He's, yeah. It's what like a Marine, uh, sort of, uh, some people in the army and the Marines say, uh, weakness is pain leaving the body. No, pain is, pain is weakness leaving the body. Yeah. And that was him expelling his emotion, getting everything out. Yeah. And I think there were two things that stood out for me for that. The first bit, he does his scream. Yeah. And then when she feels rain for the first time, oh, she'd been locked up, she does her moment and they do a side by side, right? They do like a, a flash, a thing, flash yeah. between them. Yeah, and it felt like to me, she finally embraced that hate at that moment. I actually made a note of that. Yeah, go on. One moment. Uh, yeah, Evie Evans was. Uh, he he puts her in a fake prison basically. Yeah. To try to not, well, it was to break her. Yeah. It was to free her from because what she said to him before, she wanted to be free of all fear. She didn't mm-hmm. want to be afraid anymore. So he broke her to the point where she's death. Let it happen. I'm no longer afraid of it. Yeah. And he let this. He says to her, "You're finally free." Then, and he just walks out, and she follows, and she realises. If uh, he, he forces her to change, she screams in the rain, and she it, she's like, "It's like you said, the raw expelling of emotion." Yeah. There's there's nothing holding her back anymore. There's mm-hmm. no emotions to keep her locked down. She's been afraid all her life. She says this herself. Yeah. And she's free. Yeah. And I I love that moment because even though the as I said, we hop around. Like even though the when he does the orchestra bit at the beginning, that yeah. we'll talk about um, this moment was so important because I think it wasn't. It was the comparison of who she has just become and what V had become afterwards, and it was they were like one in the same. It's almost like they've become more than human and less than human at the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It's like when we were saying before, like a silence room could be loud and deafening at the same oh, time. But- in a completely silent, silent room, the noise is oppressive. It it's doubt, pushes down in the entire time. It's a very strange sensation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love that about it because it's so you you don't expect it, and then they have that moment where they do the same thing, and it's just like they feel free. With V, it was fire. Fire exploded around him. With Eva, you had rain and you had massive bouts of lightning all around yeah. her. So it's 
using nature and well, using the elements to signify how much emotion is being expressed, yeah, yeah. what is being let go and how the people are changing. Yeah, it was... And I love both shots as well. As you said, like the fire shot with V. Yeah. Um, and then the water with Evie, especially when the camera panned from... No, so the camera was behind her and then she turns around and then just in the background the lightning and it's like thundering. Um, it was such a... It looked so raw. Yeah. In a way where it wasn't like over overly done. You know, it just seemed so like... Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, with the fire, V's hate... For every, he does, he, in, all throughout the movie, he's calm and collected, but he does have deep hate for these people. Mm-hmm. And that, I think the fire, in its way, seared the hate in. His body is scarred, it seared the hate in. With Evie's lightning, she was just emptied. After that, she really showed any emotion. There was no hate towards Evie for what he put her through. Yeah. There was just nothing. She just... The, the, the lightning had just, like, electrocuted it all yeah, out of her. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what I thought as well? It was I know it's, it's a bit of a stretch on the thingy like the way i thought about it um but then i like looking at it from a different angle but it was kind of she was releasing all her emotions right yeah the clouds were releasing all of its yeah. emotion so it was both of them were being released at the same time and they were coming to her and the weather were just coming together oh, it's amazing imagery yeah yeah it's so there's so many done. there's a lot of deep level meanings in the the elements the people the director chose and the way those elements interacted with the people and their outpouring of emotion yeah yeah um, so I, I think that was probably my favourite scene, like that moment for her. Um, other than that, is there any scene that really stood out? I mean, the him right at the beginning, but as the, do you want to listen to music? There is one scene that makes me realise how important Evie, the character, the girl, yeah. was to V in the very end. Because mm-hmm. he said himself, he's a product of this world and it's going to end tonight. So, And before he says that, he's like, you see him lining up the dominoes. Mm-hmm. Evie was a, where is it? I put it down. Evie was a representation of that last domino, the last dom- one that stops everything from collapsing. It's one point, yeah. one single domino, and he takes it and looks at it. I think that's when he decided he was going to give the choice to Evie whether or not this was going to happen or not. Okay, that's so. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought like the middle one. So I looked at it as everything had come up to this middle one, and he pulled it out to separate the that middle one. So he was he was the separation of all the bad and all the good and he was he was that middle to, because the separation would have like they would have hit each other so he was the middle one he and not once in the movie did he ever refer to himself as a good guy he knows what he is yeah do you know, i like that though because he's he's not the good guy but he's not the bad guy no he's just the guy who knows what what's been done and think about it for over 10 years he's had this secret that the government attacked the british government attacked its own people yeah and he was he was the catalyst for it. The infection was created from his blood. Mm. So not only is he feeling massive guilt about what happened due to his own in- involvement in it, but he's got this immense burning hate for the people who actually did it. Yeah, yeah. But he, he also kind of forgives the doctor, the female doctor. Mm-hmm. All the others he killed painfully. The drugs he used were they were throffing up, weren't they? They yeah, died. Yeah. Especially that guy in the shower. He's laying there and he's got the froth hanging out of his mouth. Yep. But the doctor, he killed peacefully in her sleep, injected her. Then he gave her the... She says, um, is it meaningless to apologise? And he says, never. And she, actually, she give, he gives her the chance to say sorry for what she's done, and then she just dies. Mm-hmm. That's the most peaceable death in the game. I'm sorry, not in the game, in the movie. In, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's, it's that moment where... Sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent. No, no, moment. but it's that moment where he, even though he has something, he feels compassion. Yeah. Do you know, like, and he is that character that, that doesn't care, you know, 
um, when he takes Evie's card that we don't know about, and then she then asked him. Yeah, she used it to kill Prothero. Yeah, yeah, and he literally says, yes, I did. Yeah. Did you have something to do with that? Yes, I killed him. It was the, There was no true emotion behind it. It's just a, it's like saying, yeah, I had a drink. Yeah. Or, yeah, I went to the shops. Yeah, I killed him. But the problem is, I can see why those certain people needed to die. There was no way in the in of Britain that they could have stayed alive. All yeah. the people he killed needed to die. Yeah, I mean, and how many was it altogether? You had uh, Creedy. Uh, Creedy's the black bagger. He's the one which puts the X on his door. Mm-hmm. He's the, you know, the black bagger secret service guy, yeah. really. You've got the, the Chancellor, Sutler. Yeah. You have the Cardinal guy. The Doctor. Yes, the Doctor. Prothero. Mm-hmm. Right, so you've got Creedy, Sutler, Doctor, Priest, Prothero. Priest, that was it. I couldn't think. I was thinking he's not Pope. <laughs> um, there's about six. Six or seven. Yeah, not counting all the uh, extras that, that V killed no, no. when he was fighting Creedy. But the main of the main target was like the hand six or seven. Yeah. Handful. Um, so, so another thing that bugged me. So he was, he killed all the people. He basically, he avenged everyone that done stuff to him, right? You know, he avenged. avenged. He was avenging himself. Is that the right word? I'm trying to think of the... Let's just go avenged. We both know what it means. He, he basically he went out to he went out to get revenge. Yeah, right. For what they done to him and that what they did to the country itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what bugged me was the note. Now I I enjoy the note you know from Sally. You know when she takes it and she's in the prison when she's in the oh yes prison. yeah yeah when she takes it yeah um, how did he get it? So he <laughs> says this is what he said. He he gave it to her. The same way that he he got it through right? the wall. Yeah. Through the wall. Do you think that actually was someone called Sally? Or was this another level of V's way to break Evie? Mm-hmm. Or do you think V was Sally? I always had a thought V was uh, Evie's father in the end. So yeah, because so I looked online because I was thinking, who is V? And a lot of people were going online, like in the questions. Is V Sally's father? Because you, no, you mean Evie's father. Sorry, is is V Evie's father? Because you yeah. see, in like when the, in through the doctor's flashback, you basically see uh, Evie's mother being chucked in the pit. She died. Yeah. But you never see her father's body. They no. made they made a sh- made sorry. they made a point not to show her father's body. Yeah. So I think I, I actually think that V was her father in the end. Okay, I mean it's it's a fair because in the graphic, is it the graphic novel or something like that? Yeah. They they said it, it's possible. Um, another thing as well is you see Sally's character very early when V's talking. Doesn't she get thrown in the pit as well? I don't know if she gets thrown in the pit, but there's a scene where after everyone has their head shaved, right? Yeah. And oh, you see her being being when she's when the doctor's talking about um, how she she's grown to hate them. Yeah, yeah. Sally's in the line, isn't she? Yeah, and she's just standing there, but. It, and then, but there's a scene before that when v, I think V's just talking and it's uh, all things that happen when he's talking about him yeah. and Sally's there. So do you, that's what made me think, is V actually Sally? But he wasn't a lesbian, he was gay. I honestly don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it, it's kind, it's bent the truth to make her relate more you know in a way. You know what's quite possible? It maybe he did write the note. Before he lost his memory, 
Maybe, yeah. So he on, he sees his note. He wrote he wrote it as Sally. So if it was found, it wouldn't be linked to him. him. And if he honestly believes, right, if he's lost his memory completely, he doesn't remember anything. He's found this note. You wouldn't recognize your own handwriting if you'd lost your memory. Mm-hmm. So he's found this note from a Sally explaining all these things, and he's kept it because it means something. And he's passed it on to someone else. Yeah. So it could literally be both. There could have been a real Sally who was him, and he could have received it from Sally. Yeah, because V never spoke about his parents. No. However, Evie did. And you mean Sally did? Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, lady. No. So Evie speaks about her parents. Yes, she does. And Sally speaks about his, but V never spoke about his. Sorry. You got. <laughs> Evie spoke about hers. Yes. Sally spoke about hers. Yes. But V never spoke about his. Yes. So that actually leads cre- that actually leads credence to my um. He lost his memory after writing the note. Yeah. Theory. So I it could be that, but it's written in that way of, as you said, like it, it's as a reference. So. I don't know. That's but it crossed my mind thinking: is is that could it be? Is that possible? It's entirely possible. You know, um, it, and a good thing is we don't get answered. Yeah, uh, it, it, it doesn't it, get answered. It leaves it open to massive. I think once you've known everything about your hero or the protagonist in the story, it kind of ruins it. It's like a lot of monster movies. Have you realised monster movies have gone from being a monster screaming, running at you, to a psychological the monster hidden in the dark. Yeah, that's more terrifying for people when you don't know what the monster is or who it is or yeah. what's coming. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why movies like The Mist were quite popular. Yeah, um, right. So before we talk about more of the film itself, right? Uh, the screenplay was written by the Wachowski brothers, and the the actual book, the, the thing it was based on, was written by uh, Alan Moore. Mm. Um, so I didn't do much research because it was quite late when I watched it last night. I mean, you, I, I, I think I turned it off about quarter to twelve, something like that. It was quite late <laughs> when I finished it. Um, I don't know what time you watched it. It was it was last night though, because we kind of agreed on it last night to yeah. get this done. Um, yeah, so I didn't do as much research as I normally would. Um, obviously, we know it's DC. Um, that that like shocked me. Not that because I mean we're comic book fans anyway. Yeah. Um, obviously, I sway more towards Marvel, but I kind of sway towards DC with Batman. Um, I think Batman in the Marvel universe that could be fun. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, you know, there's not much of DC that I I love. Like, I, I love the whole background. Stuff. I love the, the what I consider the classic Justice League, which is the cartoon Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, but um, I don't know the old old the old Silver Age stuff just doesn't yeah link to me. Um, but knowing that this was DC was again, it I think this is one. It was odd because it wasn't. A DC film, if you know what I mean. It was based off of DC, but it wasn't... It was a character from the DC EU. Yeah, yeah. But it it wasn't a DC film, if you know what no. I mean. Um, which, again, I, I think is great. It's, it kind of, it's like one of those Watchmen moments where it doesn't have to be associated with the, the franchise for it to be great. It, it, it's good on its own. Um, and that's what I really like about this, especially. Um, what did you think of the Wachowski... Uh, writers themselves like because they'd done the matrix from 99 to 2003 well certainly there's some good hits in that wasn't there they've done (laughs) yeah do you think could you see anything from the matrix in this obviously sorry sorry his fight with uh, v's fight with creedy Mm i've actually got written down as matrix fight yeah it it's very there's moments where you kind of you could look at it and think oh that could be bullet time yeah yeah that's how they describe you know when you shoot the bullet and you see it go through the air. It, it does. It's done the same with the sword. These daggers. Mm-hmm. What? Well, there's only one part of that fight I don't like is when he's 
he's not even fighting. He's just walking up to the guy. Yeah. You can tell he's walking normally, but they've still got the effect on the dagger. Yeah. So that that that's exactly what I was thinking. And the minute <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's that's so matrixish because you don't see that anywhere else. Anywhere else, you know. And if you do see it, it's something to do with like Superman or the Flash. He's moving so quick. Yeah. That to them it's normal, but he it's in his motion, not ours. If you know what I mean. Um, another thing that confused me. So he walks in, you know, when he walks into the hospital, all the masks have been given. TV station. Yeah, sorry, yeah, the TV station. Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I thought it was a hospital. Um, yeah, he walks into that station. Yeah. Right? All the masks are there that Evie pushes in. And then what does he do? Because he does, he clicks something. That's a detonator button. He's got a bomb on the counter. Ah, okay. Because he clicked it and everyone stopped. And I was like, he can't be freezing time. And it really baffled me for a minute. And I'm thinking... Now, if you look at it, a little later in the, in the same... In the Jordan Tower, they've got that guy who's got a bomb on the thing. He's and he cuts the cut. Yeah. He's going, no, and he chooses a different wire. So that's, that's him the, setting a detonator? Yeah. That's right, him. okay. Start, start the countdown. Yeah. Kind of thing going Because it really baffled me. Because he'd done that, and all of a sudden, everyone had masks. I love the fact that he blended in with everyone that had the masks. When, he, um, when they were putting everyone out, Mm-hmm. He, he ran forward and fell on the floor and then shouted it's not me it's him it's him and pointed to the guy behind they got him, bring him brought him round like, get him on the knee got him on his knees take his mask off and he's got the ball in his mouth and that's when they realised the guy real V is actually behind them he's just stood up with his daggers out yeah yeah I just want to skip forward a little he saves Evie after why did she mace the cop? I think it was to protect V she knew the cops were after her because uh, when they came down the corridor, first thing, they goes, she's there. And she's like, Crap. I don't know why he yelled. I mean, he... What he, police officer would do that? Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for that person in particular in that moment, why would you go, she's there? Because then you've just alerted the person that you're chasing. That... When you first got there, there was nothing wrong, was there? there no. Is. Right. I would have gone to the front desk and like, could you ask Evie Hammond to please come, come to the front, front desk? desk? Yeah, exactly. Um, ridiculous. Like, that was, I think that was the only moment I thought, I said, nah. But then I guess... Movie. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... we we Obviously, we've met V. Um, he's met Evie. I love that moment when they meet for the first time. Um, the destruction of the old Bailey. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of that? I liked it. Because I thought it was... When I, when I, I remember first, when I first watched it. I don't remember where, but I remember where that I first watched it. I was thinking, because he's saying, can you hear the music? I'm thinking... No. What music is he? Is he <laughs> I like, thought he was going mad. Yeah, it's just, it's, oh God, it's a man in the mask. Is there something wrong in his head? But that's when the music on the over system starts mm-hmm. playing. And when he reaches the crescendo of the music, that's when it's, and the whole thing explodes. Yeah. I love the, to him, the, ex- and I, uh, what dawned on me was it, was, it was like, can you hear the music? For me, I don't think the music was the music playing. To him, the music was the explosion of the old Bailey. Which hadn't happened yet. Yeah, so he's like, can you hear it? Can you hear it? Then when it explodes, then he was like in his happy place. Um, Blowing up things. Easy way to your happy place. And I, another thing that I loved that I never noticed before, the, when the fireworks were going off, the massive bang at the end was a V. Yeah, did you not with, notice with that With circles. Before? No, because it, obviously it's on the screen, but you, you you're just not what you're watching it. But... You were just seeing fireworks. Yeah. I noticed it when it first came up. It's like, oh, cool. He's put the V up there. He's yeah, the yeah. Because uh, I see the V, but I never see when it goes at the end and all the dots are around, like the big circle. The thing is, I th- 
he didn't know Evie was going to be there with him. No. So he did that literally for himself because by the time anyone saw it, those fireworks would have faded. Yeah. So he was planting his signature in a way that only he would see. Yeah, yeah. And he shared that with... E- it's like when he first meets Evie, he asks, what's your name? Evie. Evie. Of course it is. And he's like, she goes, why? And he goes, because I like God. Do not play with dance. Uh, sorry, do not play with da- uh, dice. Yeah. And I don't believe in coincidence. So he believes that she's pretty much destined to be with him through this yeah, process yeah. now. Do you think it's weird, the fact, not that her name's Evie, but the fact that E.V., as in it's yeah. the... Do you, I mean, is, is that coincidence in writing, or do you think that's planned? Oh, it's planned in the writing. Yeah. Yeah. They could. There's no way they just thought, okay, we'll call it Evie. That's it. V, that's clever. Yeah. No, no. No, that was planned. But in the movie universe, I think it's just random chance they came, he yeah. came across her. Um, I do like that. It's also like the fact that it's so it's 2015. Yeah. But it looks so old. Like it's <laughs> I mean I looked and I think they described it as retro futuristic. That would be a good way to describe I, it. I think that was the definition that they come up with for how the cities and stuff. Um well you notice the city they've got large areas of the countryside quarantined off. Yeah. You can't go there anymore. Around all the along every street there's the speaker system so their lord and master can speak to them. Yeah. There's no sign of the royal, royal family. No. Because all the flags, the Norse fire flags, and all the pictures in the houses are of him, which he probably... Sutler is a complete... I actually made a note about him. He, he goes from being um, ruthlessly angry to trying to use religion and his faith as a way to inspire people. Yeah. So he's just odd. <laughs> but do you not think he, he does that only after V makes his announcement? Do you know what I mean? I think V's the reason that he, he tries to change... It's like he tries to change his method to get everyone back on side again. Oh, yeah. Like any politician who's uh, currently falling out of favour because someone's showing them up. Yeah. They will they launch an attack on their opponent and they uh, try to make themselves seem almost blessed. And one of the people. Yeah. yeah. Which he has never been. No. Um, I'm all right in thinking that that was John Hurt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's very odd seeing him like that because... Every time I look at him now, I think of Doctor Who. Well, you, you know it's odder. Odder. You know what's even? <laughs> it's even more odd. It's I'd watched the episode Day of the Doctor just before I started watching the movie. Oh, that is odd. Yeah. So I'd literally just finished watching that when we'd. It was like on the last credits when we spoke. And yeah. Then I put the DVD in. I was like, okay. Nice you notice how old he looks in comparison? <laughs> yeah. I still think of him as Ollivander. So ah uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I did like the. Uh, it was a very. Would you say it was more like a dictator in a way? Uh, fascist totalitarian dictator, yes. Yeah, yeah. Some, so someone that Rimmer from Red Dwarf would love. It, uh, it'd be his chief eunuch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, if you don't understand that, go back and listen to the Red Dwarf pod. Or just go and watch every episode of Red Dwarf. Uh, yeah, either way. Um, yeah, I think the thing that really confused me, I love the VTV logo, by the way. That was <laughs> absolutely brilliant. That was really good. It was just the... Re- uh, I'd like that on a t-shirt. Yeah, TV. yeah. I I love the uh, the fact that he everything that was used against him, like grow had, had had he got to that before the fire, he then adapts as something to do with him as the V is in red. Yeah, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like little things like them little like just like points, and you know, it's, that's his identity. Yeah. Do you know when Sutton was trying to turn the entire country against V? Yeah. And you remember that several years before the viral attack at St Mary's School. That's why it's called the St Mary's virus. Yeah. They did you when Evie's just walking around after she's left V, she 
sees a news report about how apparently the, the terrorist organization organization now not just a guy but an entire organization has links to the saint mary's virus they're trying to link v to a a, a public tragedy a, a countrywide tragedy yeah that cost almost a hundred thousand lives trying to link it in its subconscious that they must hate him because they hate what happened yeah yeah it's a very but clever, then... it's a very clever way of showing how how the governments could use media to sway sway and, and influence people well it was as easy as evie said um she's lying because every time she tells news and she blinks too much that's a lie that's her yeah, she knows when she knows she's lying she blinks it's a tell yeah um and I, oh, I can't remember what the exact wording was but it was something to do with it's the news they don't oh, what was it it you know what i'm just gonna say in it yes um, one moment it's it's not our job to make the news. We just report it. No, yeah. We just report the news. It's not our job to make it. That's the government's job. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's a good line because it's it's kind of how news is now. Like, or, or is there, it's always been that. Just because it's reported, that doesn't mean there's truth behind that. You know? Oh, it's like a picture is worth a thousand words, but the, we've got Photoshop. Yeah. So that doesn't, that's, that saying means nothing anymore. Yeah, yeah. And believe half of what you see and less of what you hear. Yeah. Which is um, saying I, I try to actually live by a little now. And I feel like V would be in that category. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, v, v is always truthful, though. He explains what he's doing and why he's doing it. Yeah. I think... He'd make I, a good politician. Yeah, he, he has no remorse either. Okay, maybe all. not a good politician then. <laughs> He'd be... A, do you know, no, honestly, if it was more like the Wild West, he would be a good sheriff. Yeah, he doesn't need... Uh, the, oh, yeah. He doesn't need remorse. He, fo- he follows the rules of the law and he brings down the people who are causing trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way, a bit of a textbook sociopath. A little. Yeah. Well, maybe not like a full sociopath because he does show empathy towards... Well, after what happened with Evie, he breaks down, doesn't he? He yeah. takes his mask, mask off, smashes it into a window. Uh, a win- uh, sorry, a mirror. A mirror uh, hunches over and cries. So he does feel some emotion, but toward- if it's not... Linked towards his end, if it's linked towards his end goal, it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, I didn't even think about because I see the compassion and like the emotion that he gets. So, do you think? I don't know how to put it. He's both incredibly compassionate and completely emotionless at the at same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly there's, what I was there's, a ter- there's a term, isn't it, like dictamony or something? It's like having two opposite views about the same thing. Yeah, and they somehow balance each other out. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, other than that, though, we were saying very Matrix-ish. I feel it's very... It's grainier. It's kind. Of, it's got that gritty vibe to it still. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy that? Like, I, I know, as I said, it's retro-futuristic. But it's also supposed to be dystopian. Mm. It's a bad future. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole grittiness added to that aspect. Yeah. Um, and another thing that irritated me within that was... There were moments when it was too bright, you know, like the, the TV shows they had on and um, Jordan Tower itself. I think yeah, seemed too yeah. normal. Yeah, there was there was still a sense of Britain, you know, like London itself. Yeah, um, well, they had to keep us some sense of him because it's supposed to be future a dystopian London. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, do we also we haven't really spoke on um, Stephen Fry's character? Um, it was weird seeing Stephen Fry. Yeah. Even though I knew he was in it, it <laughs> he's very young. You, I, I saw. I was going to skip ahead. It's still about him. When Evie gets kidnapped from his house, yeah, Creedy says to the uh, Creedy says that. Well, basically says he's going to be killed. But later on, we find him completely uninjured at the end, taking off a mask. Do you know what? 
That does that confuse me? But do you think he said that to Breaker? Well, no, actually, I was wrong. Creedy didn't say that. V said it. V said it. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of her being him, be, uh, him breaking her. But he was completely uninjured. Mm-hmm. Had it really been? Yeah, I suppose it had been a year, hadn't it? Yeah. Because after she left, she left the uh, the shadow gallery to V's home. It was a year, basically. Until, yeah, yeah. So he had time to recover from it. But I think he was kept in detention for a while. Yeah, I would say so because, and the thing that made me laugh, well, not made me laugh, but the thing that was really odd was it wasn't anything else in that shadow, like it was a shadow museum, right? Shadow, uh, Sh- shadow, shadow gallery. gallery. Um, the thing that would have done it was him having a Quran. Yeah. Obviously, he had other bits and pieces on there. Did he have, was it a swastika that was on the wall or something? I think it was from like a group in Britain around World War Two that were trying to unite Ger- um, Nazi Germany and Britain. They created their own flag of it. Yeah. Working um, together or something like that on it. I mean, I wasn't too sure. I kind of see it and I was like, all right, I, it's not a swastika of sorts, like indiv- individually, but it, it was... It's a potential future flag for the European, yeah. uh, the un- United Nazi England or something like that. But then do you think, I'm not saying it would have worked well, but I like how they added that in, being that they Britain was the supreme, basically was the supreme thing, because America had crashed out. Yeah. So it was, that was like Britain was like the leading world, I would or like leading to, country. I would like to have seen what happened to the other countries in these yeah. past so many years because America is now a leper colony in the middle of a civil war, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, ex- exactly. So I think like them with Germany would have been probably the reason why they were, or it was something that was started, and then Britain was like, no, it we're we're superior. I'm pretty sure there were groups in Britain around World War Two that were trying to unite Nazi Germany and England. Mm-hmm. But that flag would have been something they would have created for it. Maybe. I, I, I'm not greatest with history but, um, <laughs> at all. In the new, in Prothero's news segments, he talks about the, the things, the, what they've had to do to make the country strong. Yeah. And he does mention getting rid of the Muslim people. Mm-hmm. And that Quran, that Quran, that holy book, I can't say the, the, the name. Quran. Quran. Yeah. Quran is, especially like a match with, it's a match with a stick of dynamite. If they'd mm-hmm. found that there, he would have been publicly executed. Yeah. Um, so it makes me think his little home, his little area there wasn't found. No, I don't think so. Uh, again, I, I did like the, uh, so the moment he comes running into the door, comes running into the room and says, Evie, um, hide. She goes back under the bed. Just like she did with her parents. Yeah. yeah. Which was so good. I, I love that, the connection again, the person that she trusts the most and it saves her. Yeah. Because doesn't her, her mother tell her to go under the bed and mm-hmm. she, her mother gets hit and she's got blood down her face looking under the bed at Evie. Yeah. Exactly what happens with Stephen Fry's character. Mm-hmm. But this time she doesn't scream out. No. Um, yeah, so the person that captures her when she jumps out the window is, I'm assuming, V. Yeah, we fit that, we're led to believe it's one of Creedy's men. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's If you listen to the voice of the person who's interrogating her, you can hear a tiny bit of V. Yeah. He's I, voicing it. I think that was the reason I started searching who'd done the voice for V. Because one minute the detective sounds like V. <laughs> and then Stephen Fry's character... Definitely sounds like V when he says the when he's speaking you know, when he speaks in that proper posh yeah. accent um, when he goes there's something I need to tell you or whatever it is when he's doing eggs. It's also strange that both V and Stephen Fry's character both do the same breakfast with butter and the egg in the middle. Yeah, for her. I'm thinking. I always wondered is that deliberate? It must be a, a reference to there, something. Yeah, it, there has to be a reason. Because oh, I think it's also a way of um, because at the end uh, after V's passed. She talks about who V is. 
Mm-hmm. He's everyone. He's all yeah. of us. And maybe that was a way they've linked that. He's do. They're all doing the same thing together. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything else? Like speaking of that being the same thing, um, obviously them all wearing the mask symbolised. That... that was a massive symbolised. That was a massive symbol of everyone yeah. united against the corruption of the British government. Could you think of another? So I wouldn't say it's a symbol, but can you think of anything else from the film that was a way of uniting everyone? Or everyone being the same. I know it sounds strange, but the looks on everyone's faces during V's TV speech. Yeah. They all seem to have the same look of both shame, anger, and disgust. Mm-hmm. Disgust and shame at themselves, but anger aimed at the government because everything yeah. has happened. And also at themselves because of what they've let happen. Yeah. The people in the care homes, the family watching, the people in the pub, all have that same look on their face. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a shared emotion between the entire population. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't the one I was thinking of. Okay. However, that doesn't make sense. The one I was thinking of is when V shaves Evie's head. And then when we see the flashback, they're all shaved. All, all, all oh. everyone's head. You mean all the people in the yeah, Lark, in Lark the, Hill? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of one of those things that you're, you're just a, you are literally, you're all the same. There's you're nothing, yeah, there's nothing that differentiates you. You are the same thing. Well, they're in, in the in the detention centre, they're not even known by the names. It's numbers on doors. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. completely dehumanised. Mm-hmm. They're not people. They're just test subjects. Yeah. So, do you did Evie have a number on her door? I don't think we ever see because you only see from the inside. Well, I think you see it once as he opens the door. But you don't. I don't see. I don't remember any number on there. I might be yeah. wrong about seeing the front front of the door. Um, but once she's she leaves. She walks away and you don't see the doors are fuzzy, fuzzed out because it's focusing on her. Yeah, yeah. Blurred. That's what I want to say. The yeah. doors blurred out. So I couldn't think if there, if she did have a number or anything. What like number? That. What number do you think would represent her? Well, I would don't, it be six? Because it's one after V. I don't know. That's 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 what I was thinking. Like, would would there be a number that's symbolic to her? Zero. She becomes no one. True. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point, because she, um, she actually, when she comes back, she compliments V on what he did to her. He, uh, she says, "I was in. Lo- uh, how did you? How did you keep out of sight? Um, a full side, a fake ID works better than a guy Fawkes mask. Fair mm-hmm. enough." And uh, she says, "One sec. Oh, why can't I remember it? What she say? Oh yeah, I was in line at the. There's line to get some some food and a supermarket or something like that. And I dropped woman asked for money and I dropped it." And the lady behind me had worked it with her at the B- BTN. Yeah. And the woman didn't recognise her at all. So whatever you did to me worked. worked. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? I, I don't know if, it, if it's just me or it just clicked. But I think the reason... So I think her number could have been five. It could have been V. Okay. But... What, he's trying to create a better version of himself? Kind of. What's the fifth letter of the alphabet? E. And being v. with V... So it could be E V, which is five. Could be X then, ten. E. Yeah, v. yeah. Could possibly. Um but yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh that's that's, that's a bit <laughs> Did you just look it up? No, no, I was looking for, <laughs> I was trying to find if there was an E for Roman numerals, like what what that would represent. Because yeah. you normally have N's I think like whatever it's seven hundred or well, whatever it is. A the alpha symbol is A. Yeah. But I was thinking like Roman would be like uh, V's five and, and all that. So if there would be one for for like other letters and then it kind of dawned on me I was like hang on well A, B, C, D, E would be five so E, V so maybe that's why he said it's not a coincidence possibly I mean E her name is E, V so five, five yeah, or yeah. V, V yeah yeah 
don't know. No. We could possibly read in too deep into some stuff. Yeah, but, but it's good to do that. With a film like this... You're never sure if you've got to the bottom layer anyway. <laughs> no. So we could just be still at the surface. <laughs> could you imagine if there's a whole subplot we haven't, that no one ever realises is going on? I mean, we'll have to do research. If there is, we'd come back and do it as a second, oh, yeah. second part. Um, that'd be interesting. If you do know of anything um, that we may have missed or, you know, ideas that we could have spoken about that we In were close depth. to, yeah, yeah, then tell us on our Twitter. Oh, yeah, please do. Um you know, like I love uh, speaking on that sort of stuff, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll do an extra pod on it or something like that. Yeah, or... If there's great, if there's demand for it, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything we may have missed or something that stood out to you, like other than the stuff we've spoken about? Only the fact, in the end, the inspector, the detective, actually lets the train go on its course. He knows as well that this has to happen. Yeah. It goes to stop Evie after V's death, after she's laid him there with. Where the hell did you get those roses? I think they were there already. So he's he planned that in advance as well. Well, I'm, I mean, he he built the um, the it, train again, yeah, station he, back up. He restored, he restored the train track and then built some more of his own, leading right to the thing. I'm thinking that's impressive. Yep. I mean, well, he's had ten ten odd years to do it. How long would it take me or you to do that? Twenty. I mean, in, even in ten years, we'd still be trying to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> to be fair, is this the right metal? Where does this cable go? Kind yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, he at the end he just she goes to threaten and she says no. Because he, he says, it's over. Oh, she goes, almost. And she puts a hand on it and goes, let it go. No. She pushes it, walks out. He, he hasn't, didn't shoot her or anything. No, because he lowers the gun. Yeah. He knows, as well as I think the audience does at that point, this has to happen. Yeah. As much as the powers of parliament in the movie are part of um, the British psyche, as they are in, t- this, in the real world, mm-hmm. the destruction of them will it's prove... So important, yeah, it's, yeah, it has to happen. There's no other way about it. Britain needs to be reborn. Yeah. I like the, uh, there's a bit that I really did like. There's two things that are really, like, uh, one bit was, no, it's nothing major. But when the Big Ben explodes, yeah, you can hear Ooh. the, yeah, yeah, I love that sound <laughs> effect. That was so cool. I did quite well then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there was that. And then another thing that dawned on me, the first time V met Evie, he took her on top of the roof to watch an explosion. Yeah. And then right at the very end, when the detective and Evie are together, she takes him back to the roof to watch the explosion. Like it, 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 it's like full circle. Yeah. It's, it's just like he shows her this is going to be the new world with that explosion. And then she shows him basically the same thing. I love the. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say something. It's completely gone out my head. I love the fact that. Yeah, I love the fact that they thought the V V was an organization of people. They couldn't perceive of one person being able to do all this no. stuff. But then I guess at the end it it was because everyone became V V, and I think that was what her thing was. It's my father, my mother. <laughs> But was it my brother or something? He's everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's the fact that <laughs> when you got every, all the people in masks surging over Trafalgar Square, the, the army guy just goes, was it sweet bloody Jesus or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. No, Jesus bloody Christ. That was it, pardon language. And I, I love as well that they don't know whether they're going to shoot or not. Then yeah. all of a sudden he goes, stand down. Damn it, stand down, stand down. Because even the, even the military doesn't want anything to do with this action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's clever. And the, way they, and the thing is as well, not one person gets injured in that. They just walk straight past them. Yeah, the, the people don't take it out on the military. No. A, a, a lot of, uh, if you watch it, because I always watch that bit again, they, they are qu- quite often they move the military out of the way as they do it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't push them. They just move them move to the side them, as they yeah. carry on straight through. Um, but yeah, it was, it was clever. It was nicely done. And it was the visual. Because you don't think that you just see it from one street. And it looks not like it's the same amount of people, but it looks like it's a, it's a massive group of people. 
we see like groups don't you that come together yeah yeah like from uh three sides you're gonna he's gonna sneeze is he gonna sneeze i stopped myself oh okay oh dizzy right behind the apples <laughs> um sorry about that <laughs> yeah so you see the three groups of people they all merge and yeah, surge yeah. forward, and then you get that beautiful shot at the top everyone's <laughs> just standing there in black and then you see the explosion happen it's so good the fact that I, I, what I do love is they show, they flash back to like the old folks' home, the pub, the family home, and every single one. Though the, the TV's on, empty. Everyone has everyone who's got one of the masks has come. Yeah. Everyone who can has come out to be a part of this. Yeah. So yeah. it shows that the, the, the people want their country back. Yeah, they did. Um, and it was how terrible if no one had turned up. <laughs> I, th- I think the fact that what V said in that TV broadcast it resonated with them in a way of like, this is a chance. You know that the fifth of November is going to become a major holiday in that world now. Yeah, yeah, it'll it be has... like that—the Independence Day, yeah, of sorts. The restoration of Britain. Yeah, yeah. Rebirth Day or something like that. Yeah, or, or V Day. That is more likely, yeah. <laughs> since it was V who brought the country back. Yeah, obviously, I know we have a V Day anyway, but V Day. Yeah, oh, you know. the day of V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got careful how that sounds. <laughs> well, we've got D Day. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. Is that, is that it? Have we covered? Yeah, I think it's pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you may know that there may have been, if you noticed, if you didn't, great. Uh, that means I've done a good job. If you <laughs> if you did notice, there may have been a couple of jumps. Um, so we had to, it's funny, because we recorded this in three, three settings <laughs> on the same day, but uh, my batteries ran out of one on the dictaphone, and then it ran out again. So me and Chris had to run to the shop. Well, Swift walk to the shop. Stroll. Where I got lost. Amber. How did, how did you get know. lost? I don't, I don't know. It's literally one road down, one road across. And then we could have come back the same way, but we we didn't. No, you wanted to walk down Copper... Okay, I'm not going to say oh, the, I, I the, road, the, na- the name of the road, but yeah. <laughs> well, we found the way home eventually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, know this area quite well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, that's that's why it might sound a bit jumpy in, in sections. Um but if it doesn't, then um, just uh, and ignore this bit. Um, but yeah, so if you want to uh, be supportive of the podcast, as I said at the beginning, there's a couple of ways that you can support. Um, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser, Google, uh, Spotify, uh, anywhere else you get your podcast from. Your podcast fix. <laughs> yeah, um, we're on all platforms. Um, so... If you haven't heard of us on one, go and listen to us on another. If you already subscribed to us on one, go and make an account on another one just to subscribe to us to push our subscribe account up. Um, if you comment and review us, it pushes us higher in the YouTube. Uh, sorry, it pushes us higher in the uh, iTunes ranking. So all you Apple users out there, um, please go and uh, like subscribe to us. Rate um, is it five star or something? I think it's five star, isn't it? It's the star system on the yeah, Apple. Yeah. yeah. Um, give us them five stars if you enjoy us. If you don't, still give us five stars because we need them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> give us a play. Um, stream us where you can. Um, in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to buy our lovely merchandise, um, then obviously head over to our shop, which is the link uh, is in, below. Link is below, as Chris rightly said. Um, there's always like things like discounts or free delivery or. 5% off, 10 or 15 up to 20% off, or free delivery. Unfortunately, you can't get both at the same time. I wish we could do that, but obviously that's out of our hands. Um, there's a plethora of um, different bits of merch. We've possibly one more coming out for Christmas. We're talking on Christmas stuff, because um, that's going to be happening soon. 
Um, if you do buy any, send us a pic- picture on uh, Twitter of yeah, you yeah. wearing it. We'd love to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, um, I'm trying to think. Is is there anything else? No, done no. the plugs and we've finished the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, also check out Rogue Energy. Um, if you're into nerdy stuff, then check out www.nerdclub.co.uk. Uh, Friends of the pod, uh, we promote them, they promote us. So go and check them out for your nerdy stuff. And reviews. Uh, sorry, not reviews, ratings even. Yes, those as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've done a review. Uh, we're going out of 10. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, after you. All right. It's hard because I don't want to rate it low, but I don't want to rate it too high. Well, rate it how you feel about it. Um, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Okay. Like, I think it it's better than, like, you know when you get them films, you think, oh, it was all right. Like, yeah. it wasn't good, it wasn't bad. You give it, like, a It's better than that, but it's not as great as wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd give it a 6.5. 6. A six, a low six point five to a strong seven in that, in that boundary. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd say top end, top end seven. It was good. I enjoyed it. I love the visual effects on it. Um, there was nothing to be complained about CGI wise. Like it, it. There was a few fix that I see, like with the explosion, but it wasn't enough to be really critical about it because it was done in a way where you're distracted from everything else that's going on. So it was kind of dripped in, if you know yeah. what I mean. Um, it wasn't the overall thing, like in an avatar. Um, but yeah, no, the story was good. Um, I was really interested. And do you know what? It got to a point where I was so busy paying attention to that that I stopped taking notes. And normally if a film gets me gripped like that, normally it's always on the first watch. But yeah. to be on a like a second, third or fourth watch and still be gripped like that, for me, it, it it's something. Um, I love The Mask. You know, I, I'm a big fan of like, horror masks and all that sort of stuff but you have a couple yeah i do yeah um so i'm a big fan of those sort of masks anyway um i always find that um if especially because i'm a wrestling fan as well and i love like wrestlers that wear masks and stuff like kane Rey Mysterio, and all that when when you you don't see their facial expression like when someone's talking or you're speaking to them their facial expression obviously tells the story with their what they're saying yeah but when a, someone has to use body language because you can't read their face and they still give that expression is is so powerful and i think you know hugo done such a good job he acted really well even though you can't see him his yeah. body was so expressive yeah, exactly so i think for me that was like that was the really the thing that really stood out other than that i mean natalie portman was great yeah. um, my only issue though is every time i see her i instantly think of kira knightley too <laughs> they are really because, physically... yeah, because they're, they're both in Star Wars, aren't they? Yeah, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. Um, so every time I look at her, I instantly think of Kira Knightley as I well. Thought it, when I first saw the, saw the Phantom Menace, I thought it was the same person. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, they do look very similar. So other than that, obviously that isn't Natalie Portman's fault. <laughs> That's not her fault at all. Um, but yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed the film. Um, so I'll, I'll go seven. <laughs> that's changed, hasn't it? 6.5 to seven. That's, that's right, it. What about you? I am going to go seven as well. Mm-hmm. My uh, as much as I really enjoyed all the action, the whole fictional history. I really enjoy like fictional history stories and things. I've watched like what if the Nazis took over Britain? Yeah. What if they conquered America first and things like that? What if what if like animal and other species had evolved alongside us? Alternate histories have always fascinated me, and this uh-huh. is this is an alternate future. Yeah. So it really works for me. It's something I really enjoy, and they portrayed it really well. 
not automatically making it the utopian, everyone's happy, everyone's got everything they need, we're all in love and everything's wonderful, mm. but showing a darker side, a dystopian future, which is, it draws everyone in. Yeah. That's the main reason I'm going to go seven with it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Uh, so we covered that, obviously, that's that's been V for Vendetta. That comes out, or always come out today on um, Firework Day. Fire, fire... Guy Fawkes Night. Guy Fawkes Night, yeah. It's called, it's called Fireworks Night as well, but it's traditionally Guy, Guy Fawkes Night. Night. Yeah. Um, it's a shame you don't see Penny for the Guys anymore. Nah. When I was a kid, you, there was always one near a shop down the road. Some yeah. kid had stuffed some old clothes with newspaper and straw and done a head on the top of it. Yeah. And you'd give a penny for the guy. It was something you put like 5p, maybe a 10p in a box. Yeah. He's got, so that's what you did. The kids did that when I was younger. Yeah. You used to put him on top of the bonfire afterwards that night and light him up. Yep. Yeah. I never done any of that. Um, However, I was a big fan of fireworks. I love firework night. Um, especially when you do photography and then you're able to get fireworks on. Oh, I really want to try that at some point. But I'd need a, the camera to start continuously through it so you yeah. get that one perfect shot. Um, you can do it on your phone. Yeah. Obviously not on a deep... Although I think you can do it on your camera. You just need to change the settings, but whatever, look. Um... But yeah, so if uh, if you've seen V for Vendetta, obviously tweet us and tell us what you think. Um, if not, hit us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Um, we've got some new stuff coming out. Me and Chris are in the middle of kind of writing a what would you call it? Like a mini, not a mini film, mini film, like a it's just a mini film, a mini film kind yeah. of thing um, that we're going to be recording. More details, hopefully. more details to follow when we've got more of it. Settled. Yeah, yeah, but um, something's happening. <laughs> so, uh, we've got a few things in the pipeline let's put it that way um so now it's this is done uh, you're gonna have a vintage collection episode hopefully coming out next um so that'll be at the end of november um and this will be the last time you actually hear from us on this sort of series because now we've got our christmas series coming up um so i mean we might as well address it now we don't know if we're gonna have four episodes or one or one Due to the COVID-19 scenario and places going into different tiers. Um, Our local area has gone to, to second tier. Yeah. Which means basically not a lockdown, but stay away from people or it's your own fault, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if there's a way that me and Chris uh, can obviously do the podcast, as as you know, we've we've done them via the internet before. Um, we're not fans of it. it. I feel like we either talk over each other or... It, it just doesn't feel like we need to be in the same room to communicate with each yeah. other and bounce off each other kind of thing and the way we speak and that. Um, otherwise, it kind of feels flat for me. Well, we can we can see each other and we can motion to each other if we want to speak. Over the internet, it's just like, all you can hear is the person talking. Yeah, it. and you can see someone waving and then yeah. there's a delay and stuff. I'm not a fan of it. Um, you know, some are, some, some aren't. Uh, I'm one of those that isn't. Um, however, if when we know more, um, hopefully we'll... we'll promote that we'll be doing something um however if if you get four then you know full well that we've been able to do it yep which is great if you only get the one then um it's going to be a good one because it's something refreshing something that you haven't done before no um so i'm looking forward to either so if we only do the one i'm looking forward to definitely doing that one if we can get the four out then uh, obviously i'm looking forward to that as well yeah uh, so either way i'm happy um Again, thank you for the views and the follows and uh, prom promo and the ratings and, the ratings and subscriptions and everything else. That. Yeah, over the past year. Um, it's weird signing off kind of here, even though I know we've got the Christmas ones. Yeah. But I said, we don't know what's going to happen. So I want to kind of nip it in the bud. And if we can do the Christmas one, then we'll sign off properly yeah. then. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll see you on the Christmas episodes. E, <laughs> maybe. Episode. Episode. <laughs>
<laughs> Possibly. Um, yeah. Any famous last words? No. Oh, okay.